0: That's blue Nile.com.
1: And welcome back to another episode of Evolve with Jack and Susanna. Hello. (laughs) Hello.
2: How are you, Jack?
1: I'm good. I just woken up. I think it's like half six here in the morning. Actually, maybe a little bit later now, but yeah, just woken up. But I'm feeling good and refreshed. Mm. How are
2: you? Early morning. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good I'm here in France at the moment and you are in the UK so yeah we're on different time zones as well so I'm a bit ahead of you I'm one hour ahead so it's a bit easier for me it's 8am here but yeah Jack I miss you
1: <laughs> I miss you too I, to give everyone yeah, an update since we last the episode we was in Portugal and I think it was now like a roughly a month later, isn't it, really?
2: Yeah, um, exactly. You
1: know, we've been in different places. So you've gone to France and I've come back here to the UK and we've been going on our own little journeys or mini journeys in separate locations, which has been pretty strange, really. Mm. How have you found it?
2: Um, Definitely a bit strange as I've been so used to being around you 24-7 in the UK during the spring and yeah and also Portugal just before coming here to France and I think I'm really I'm really really enjoying the the work that I'm doing here so I enjoy teaching yoga we're hosting yoga retreats with all kinds of yoga styles and meditation and we're provided with amazing food and the whole setting is just beyond words I'm super super just happy and blessed to be here but I'm also in a place of feeling that it can be very very intense I have very little space on my own I work in a big team where we're eight nine people and there are always every week around yeah 28 30 participants so yeah and I'm used now after all these week to just also share a bed with someone so I'm not even having my own room or my private space I can just say that I am looking forward to going home in a couple of days and then eventually going to you Jack so I can just have some bit more me time and yeah catch up with you as well
1: we're certainly going through I mean in terms of space I think we're going like opposite ends of the, the spectrum mm. you've been with tons and tons of people every day and I think I've gone from being with someone every day to completely on my own every day um even my work has no one there mm. so
2: yeah that's quite lonely as well
1: yeah it, it's op- yeah it's an opposite challenge to be on your own, because you're very much get into your own head, and you kind of got to uplift yourself, and you can't, you can't really express to anyone. Like you can't chat and, and kind of uplift. You got you got to uplift yourself. It's been a real big challenge to transition into that, mm. to that mindset mm. of picking yourself up rather than having yeah having some of the bounce off. Mm. So,
2: and hopefully, I'll I'll come and join you next week. As I said. I haven't booked any tickets, but I really want to come and see you. And yeah. And hopefully you can get some time off from work. <laughs> By the way, if there is some noises in the background for this episode, like big noises, I'm living on a farm <laughs> so there can be any type of animal in the background. Like cows are underneath my room. I have there are a couple of dogs here as well. Um yeah, a horse. So just stay present and tuned in if you hear any animalistic sounds in the background.
1: Animalistic sounds. I
2: don't know if that's a word. <laughs> did, did I just make it up?
1: I, I, I think so. I don't know. Cool.
2: It sounds quite yeah. nice, right?
1: Animalistic sounds, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everything to sound cool.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that made you sound cool,
2: really. <laughs> anyway, but, um, um, we'll yeah, but we discussed before this episode kind of what kind of um, topic we wanted to share with you listeners today, and uh, I think it's quite appropriate one for both of us. And just going on intuition on this, but we wanted to talk more about uh, triggers. And how how you can be in your own challenges and headspace, and know that you're on the right direction in life, but still be triggered by a lot of things, and especially maybe people around you or situations. And uh, yeah, do you want to start, Jack? with tell me how your yeah your last couple of weeks how have they been? What are you up to?
1: Hmm, yeah, it's I've been so I came back and I've I've gone back into the same role that I'm currently in, which is working at this career coaching company. And I mean, it's just been a a, a complete mixture of up and downs. I have had one week or maybe even more than that, actually. I was just, should I be here? And it was a lot of questioning, a lot of just constant back and forth in my mind weighing up the pros, the cons, and even having a whole coaching session around it. And essentially, you know, it's, it's funny now, thinking about how much time you can spend just focusing on this kind of one subject, even though it's going to play out on its own anyway. But actually one of the, the key things for me, which switched it round as to whether I kind of go and stay, was the point of actually just, expressing how I how I feel in the, the company and it was quite a big thing for me to do because I kept it all in a lot of emotions and to, to be quite frank just being pissed off a lot of the time and not really saying anything mm. and yeah it, it was it was made clear like you, you need to actually just express and, and, and say how you feel. You know, and it's never the easiest thing to say it to your boss, especially when it can be quite, you know, reactive or more of an alpha figure. But I did it, and yeah, it was very relieving at the time. It was like a you know, whole load of energy just like it's being kind of suppressed, just coming out, and it, um, yeah, it was a real that was a real good moment. So from going very low, or just like. Should I be here? Like, you know, should I just quit and go with my own vision? To then, I'm in the realization what I need to express and then see what happens. Mm. After that, then because my my role's a sales role and it's commission based, so there's a lot of pressure on hitting certain targets. And, and after I did that, everything seemed to pick up in terms of sales. Like it, beforehand, I was having a very bad month, which was making it even. Worse, and yeah after that things started picking up people started coming through and like instantly and I was just like what, what's going on it's, it was almost like someone pulled out a block in your own like kind of energy and, and things start flowing again mm. so that was an interesting challenge at that, at that time I think now like so I've kind of gone through it I'm in this kind of space of I don't know if it's a trigger as such But it's almost a momentum one. I'm struggling as to, am I making the impact I want now and trying to get more of my, my own clients and doing my own things but having a lack of energy due to the work that I'm doing. So it's almost, again, I'm in this place of
2: acceptance.
1: Yeah, you could say that, yeah, acceptance of just, you know, where I am. I think that was another thing I had to work on and knowing that, okay, what what skills am I picking up now which will help me in the future? And that's it really. I mean, and it's quite a um, stamina thing as well. I think when when you're doing sales and it's kind of non-stop, it can be hard to keep it up yourself, that mindset, because it's so much every day, you're like, okay, even if you have a really good week, so the, the next week and then the next week and it has to you know, always be good. And then if, if it doesn't, how do you deal with that in your own mind of like, okay, well, things haven't gone too well this week, but I can't let it affect my own energy. I've got to stay uplifted and positive, but there's almost, I'm having this kind of challenge of being attached to the result because there's a realistic pressure and I'm like, How how do I deal with that? So, yeah, I I guess it's less triggers really in that case. It was more attachment, Mm. (laughs) attachment out, Mm. and maybe a bit of overthinking. (laughs) Yeah, and and you how how have you been? And have you faced any triggers?
2: It's funny that you say that it's not a trigger because that's when I'm listening to you. I still think it is a trigger. Because yeah, you're I, triggered I, by the situation and you're feeling maybe it's attachment too. There are always different types of things in it. When I'm just observing and listening, I'm just you're triggered by the situation. You're not feeling that uh, you're as energized as you want to be, and you're questioning. Yet, if you're making the impact, you can, and if you have energy left to continue to make an impact, like outside of the workspace. And I think when you are. Maybe not as much now when you've spoken to the people in the company, but definitely before you said when you were feeling like building up frustration and things and not speaking your truth and were saying exactly how you felt unfiltered, that, that's for sure quite <laughs> triggering.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's one of, I mean, we haven't even said like, what is the definition of a trigger? How do you define it? For me, at least, a trigger is, or in my own definition, has been more of a short-term reaction to something, like s- someone says something to you, and you kind of get this emotional rising in your your body just because you don't like what they said, or it's kind of hit you emotionally in some way. So I, I've always seen it a trigger as something more short-term. Mm. How, how have you seen it?
2: Yeah, it can for sure be short term, but I think the whole situation you're in is definitely triggering and a trigger. And uh, if you would choose, if you would have a a choice right now in your life to do your life in a different way without thinking about maybe money or bills that need to be paid, etc. I think you would make different or other choices. So the triggering situation, you would change what's triggering you. But you're right now in a position where you can't actually change the trigger. All you can do is, as we talked about, speaking the truth, saying how you feel and accepting the situation. And uh, I think for me, as I was saying in the introduction, we wanted to talk about triggers because I have had a whole journey of being a bit triggered here. And I've gone through uh, the last week here in France, learning a bit more about myself and when my triggers arrive and what kind of triggers I have and I guess a lot of the triggers just come from very very early age that we feel somewhere along the line that someone doesn't respect us or is not hearing our voice or we feel left out or bullied I don't know it could be so many different ways that this take as an expression but when I think about last week, at least for me, it was a hell of a journey <laughs> and I'm happy I'm out of it now, but
0: I'll what tell happened?
2: you, I'll tell you about it. I was just taking my breath here, like <sighs> gathering myself to go into exactly. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a huge thing, but yet. This was an important lesson for me and maybe one of the biggest reasons why it manifested for me to come here to France and to work together with Yogi Academy. I am working, as I said, in a big team and we've had some different constellations of the team because some people were leaving and some people were working shorter period, etc. And this was all decided before. And out of my control. So I had no control in who is going to be in the team and who are these people. They were all new people to me, except from like one or two. And uh, last week, I was feeling really, I would say, ungrounded and low. And we had one of our teammates that just arrived. And this was not a person I knew from before. And I just, from the first second, was feeling that there is no space for me to take this person in. I do not know how to how to hang around this person. I feel like there is no space for myself at this moment and I think I was triggering a lot. I was triggered a lot by this person's fire and personality. So the person is very outgoing and like very very beautifully expressive expressive and I think from the beginning, as I said, I was finding things that this person was doing, the stuff in this person's behavior that I was just really, really struggling with that I didn't like. And this turned out to me feeling a lot of anger towards myself, etc. I was thinking, why can I not accept this person? What's the problem with myself? And Why can everyone else accept this person? And why am I so effing triggered by this behavior or the way this person acts and talks and moves, etc. And the anger turned into guilt. I don't want to say this to anyone. I don't know how to sit with it myself. I see that everyone else uh, is accepting and I still yet can't after a couple of days. And I turned inwards and I went into a reaction, I think, that I've had a lot of times before. So my reaction was to, to literally say to myself, nah, you should go. You should go home or you can stay in the corner or let this person take the space. Uh, you're not as important as this person in the room. And as you can tell, Susanna, everyone else is, is hanging out with this person. So it's time for you to go. It's time for you to leave and obviously that was really hard because it was not someone else telling me this but it was my inner child telling me that yeah you need to back off you should go and you need to compromise now and step away and then I decided after a couple of days that I can't deal with my own head I can't deal deal with my own emotions I was really sad and it's super hard to teach a lot of yoga classes at least for me when I feel ungrounded and not in a good headspace so I really didn't want to teach and being in the way I was but I decided after a couple of days that I need to take care of this so I decided to talk to you to begin with and open up to one of the other teammates uh, and that went that led to another trigger deck <laughs> So we got triggered by each other as well Or the situation And yeah, to just sum that thing up I called Jack, he was in work He was not in that headspace Of knowing what I was going through, obviously Because he wasn't around me He wasn't present here, physically and emotionally And I just, I said to him, obviously, that I had panic i'm panicking with my mind i don't know where to go i want to get out of here i want to get out of my head i'm sad and yeah what did you do yak
1: (laughs) i well you you called me at a time when i was just so in my also my own head I, i wasn't able to be fully present with you i don't think i i wasn't fully able to connect to to what you were saying and i think that you could feel that on the phone and it kind of made it worse. In your eyes, another person that you thought you could speak to at that point wasn't able to to kind of hear you fully, just purely because I was going through my own stuff. And yeah, I I think it just, well, it's interesting now because normally I would have been there and been a lot more present than I was. But maybe it, like the universe, kind of set it out for you to have to deal with this by yourself rather Mm -hmm. than anyone else. And you can continue in a second. It's interesting because you never really know what's underneath someone's like personality and expression. Like what what is what their inner child's like, or they've got this shadow side to them. Because as you say, I don't meet anyone. Knowing you, knowing how bubbly and how outgoing you are, would ever feel like you'd have this kind of part of you that would feel like that. So it, go- it goes to show that you just never know someone, no matter how they come across, like what is actually going on underneath.
0: Ready to pop the question. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Yeah, no, I, it was, it's very true. And it's easy to have a good overview and observer observer mind of the situation when you're not in the situation so I remember you answering me and being very I for me from my perspective very logical and problem solving as in you need to self-reflex and I should sit with this and you need to also think about this person you don't know how this person feels etc and that was the last thing I needed and this is also a big realization. I when I feel sad and when I feel really doubtful or when I'm triggered by a situation and I'm in a panicky, when I'm in my mind to say I don't need logical answers or solutions. All I need is to be held and to express. And very similar to how you said in the beginning as well with you expressing in work how you feel at least to one extent it it helps to just say it out loud. And then it doesn't actually even matter how that resonates with other people or that the person, as long as we're allowed to say exactly how we feel. And to continue on the story, I, after talking to you, I felt, as you said, I don't, I can't even talk to Jack. Who do I turn to? What do I do? And uh, still in a panicky mind and, still really, really sad and angry at myself, I decided to talk to some of the other uh, people in the team. And uh, the moment I started talking to them, so this was not the person uh, that I was triggered by, I decided to talk to some some other people first and ask them for help and also just say out loud how I felt and how I was dealing with the situation. The moment I started talking to them and I said how I felt, it was like a a big weight was just lifting from me and all of the anger I felt towards myself was totally released. I felt grounded, I felt present and I felt really real and vulnerable saying that I, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this person around me and I am struggling with the thoughts that I'm having and they were amazing and very good at holding space for me and Obviously, they just confirmed what I already knew. I had to to myself talk to this person. So later on uh, that day, the same day, it all, again, universe set it all up. This person was feeling very sad. So not a coincidence. This person had always, during the week, felt that there was a lot of friction. I was very confused and didn't understand why and how. And this person was, uh, yeah, in its own space, sad and not um, clear on what to do to change the situation. So it ended up with us talking to each other and just doing something that we call sharing here in, in Yoga Academy, Academy, where you sit next to someone and you provide space. So the one listening, is just listening. So passive listening. Or actually not passive, it's a very active listening. But with no facial expression, no need to confirm what the person is saying in front of you. So I decided to first hold space for this this person and the person was expressing how um yeah how it was to go through the emotions that was inside of that person. And it was very nice for me to hear because and as you said, we don't know what's going on inside of someone else. And the thoughts that this person had about yeah, him or herself, it wasn't at all what I thought. It was totally opposite what I thought about this person. So this person was also dealing with feeling yeah, unsure and not knowing, am I stepping on someone's toes, etc. And then when hearing this, I just realized again that Wow, this situation also taught this person something. And it was important for this person as much as for me to express how it feels. Um, So long story short, we we solved it, of course. And I think just saying how he felt and how I felt, it changed everything. So now I'm having no triggers by this person. I'm totally calm. I'm more calm than ever around. And... It was just like that. And if someone would have told me that in the beginning of the week, just say exactly how you feel, I would have thought, I don't know what to say and how would I do it. But now in the end of the week saying it, it was worth it. But also to mention, I think I needed that long process. If I would have said it the first day, at least I feel that it would have come from a place of very being very reactive. And that's not what I want. I want to say... I'm triggered and this is inside of me and I want to work on it. And I'm looking for the root cause of this. And that took me a couple of days to come to that insight. And yeah, you not being able to understand me either that day when I called you at work, just those couple of minutes, that made me feel even more that I am so triggered. I need to get to the shit of this. But yeah, to sum it up, it's <laughs> I'm living in freedom now. At least it feels like that. I feel very relieved. And it's very interesting to live in such a big place, a big community with a lot of people. And everything is a divine timing for everyone to learn. And everyone was triggered differently by this situation, which I've also spoken to yeah. the other people about and how that made them feel, or what kind of thoughts that came up for them. So long story short.
0: Mm.
1: Thank you for, for sharing that. I mean, it's yeah. It, it's it's interesting the power of just being able to to express and how much that is able to relieve. Mm. But this weekend, I was just doing a, a module called Presence, which is part of my like coaching diploma. And one of the activities we did, we went off in freeze, and we would so one would be the coach, one would be the client, and one just be observing and the coach just asks one question which is what what do you want to think about today and the person will express until they say ask me another question and the only question you can ask is what more do you feel or think about that and it was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had all three of us just shared something which was so deep to to all of us, actually. And it was through saying nothing. I think out of all of us, out of, out of the 30 minutes, there was about four questions asked. And you, you don't have to ask people that many questions if you show that you're holding space to them and you're present with them. And from the other person's perspective, when they know what they're expressing is heard and, and felt, so much just unravels. It's like a big cotton ball like, and you just unravel the ball and things flow out and the amount of suppression energy withhold withheld in in your body and your your mind comes out and you start to have these self-realizations so mm-hmm. yeah just sharing and having someone hold space for you is just unbelievably powerful and, mm-hmm. it, and it's funny how often do we say something to our friends or our family and the main thing they give is advice instead of just actually asking some questions and listening to you. I mean, when, when you, you say that I gave you some logical advice it, in my mind, what was going on is because I didn't say anything when you was expressing to me, but the key here, I wasn't fully present at the same time, which you felt. And then afterwards you said to me, well, just, I just want you to say something, just, like, say something to me, and then that's when I was like, Well, right, I'm just going to give you loads of logical answers, which is you know, self reflects, you know, what she's going through, blah, blah blah Um, which of course, I think just got on your nerves a bit then, but.
2: yeah, I think to add on that, because that was good to add from your side, I had spoken to another person in the team, like, just briefly opened up and that person just met me with silence and you did the exact thing you were just silent and I didn't feel like it was a nice hold what's the held silence um yeah,
0: yeah I didn't I, feel supported
2: I'm, in the silence so the silence just yeah. giving me panic why don't you say something like help me out you hear that I'm panicking I'm crying in the phone I don't know what to do I feel quite powerless and that that's why I asked for the help and yeah. It's not wrong with logical reasons. It's just the fact that as you say, advices are so not what we need. We need to just yeah. support and share and become good listeners.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean I'm it's sure.
2: always hard when you're in a in a space yourself where you you might be a bit disconnected or you're struggling on, on your own with your challenges and then to listen and find space to listen
1: to someone else's problem oh it's you have to you know have be in the right place to just take your stuff out and really yeah hold, hold space with no judgment and just really feeling into that person here's what it is I think it worked out for the best because maybe sometimes you have to go through even more pain to figure out what's what's going on underneath mm. I guess
2: yeah, and that's what we do. That's what we need to do on our own and not yeah. with the help from someone.
1: Sometimes,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. But I think there are very few spaces and places in my life where I feel like I can be triggered by things and I'm around people who knows about triggers and are able to sit and talk about what's triggering. I'm just reflecting, reflecting back on School and other work environments where where people don't want to talk about what's triggering, and then in the end of the day, you might be triggered, but you go home and you just kind of suppress it or you don't talk about it, and it's not the right way to work with ourselves and our development.
1: Yeah, imagine if they taught this in school. I, I said this the other day. It was like if they had like a teaching and education, just the power of holding space for someone, being able to open up and, and share how you're feeling and just kind of give kids that understanding of how powerful that is because I don't think many people know that a lot of people just need to be heard and felt rather than being given advice. It's not out of, it's out of more lack of understanding rather than like a deliberate... Like it, it might come across to them giving advice is gonna be helpful here when actually a lot of the time it isn't. So if they was able to teach this in schools of how powerful being present with someone can be and do similar exercises as I did last weekend, it would be incredible. Mm-hmm. You can't I can't imagine how many how what difference it would make just to families, to, to relationships, friends. Yeah, it would be quite um,
2: revolutionary if yeah. everyone grew up and knew how to communicate and how to hold space for each other and know that it's, you have the right to speak your truth
1: mm. yes
2: and yeah. I I I just want to say because I I know from myself and you that that's like a big part of this life lesson for us it's almost like owning your truth and speaking your truth and instead of being that fluid water that always adapts and is holding space for they're also holding a lot of space for ourselves and knowing that we are important here and there's a reason yeah. for us being here and there's no coincidence for that.
1: Mm. Agreed. I actually just, I feel like holding space for each other is what our, is like almost the foundations of our relationship, even when we was close friends. I think most of the time it was just, it was just sharing what we was going through and the other one would be, Mainly being able to listen—at least that's, that's how I—I felt, especially yeah, at I the agree. beginning. Yeah, being able to express and someone to actually be on the same wavelength and understand you, and again, not necessarily giving advice, just—I I think just being heard and understood helps incredibly. It's,
2: I agree. So. It's very, it's very special. It is necessary for a good relationship to be able to do that. I had a thought that came to me now and that's something I want to give to the listeners Yeah, on this topic, on triggers and how we can work with it. I think if there are people or situations in your life in this moment that are triggering you, might be people that are not understanding you or they are having different values in life and they might behave in a specific way that creates a lot of friction within you or a situation where you're maybe workspace or around family where people don't respect you, whatever it might be, please, please, please do not run away from it. Don't go away from what triggers you because it will keep on coming back to you. That's what I'm, that's what I realized again. And being very humble to, it's okay to be triggered There is no such as good or bad emotions. And that's, yeah, that leads us to another question. What relationship do we have to our emotions? Why do we define some of our emotions as good emotions and some emotions as bad emotions? As feeling anger or jealousy or irritation as bad or less nice emotions. And then, oh, I'm blessed and blissful and happy. That's only good emotions. It's not true. We need all of these emotions. They're neutral. We are the one reacting on all the situations and we're creating all this in our mind. But if we can sit with yeah, whatever comes to us with a trigger and say that we need space to do it on our own to begin with, fair enough, it may be so. But not being afraid to talk to someone and hopefully finding someone in your life that you can just express to who will hold it. It doesn't need to be that person, if it's a person it's involved with. It doesn't need to be that person to begin with.
1: Add, just quickly, sorry to add, This follows on to what you were just saying. You can get someone and do the task that I did over the weekend. So you get someone who you feel comfortable of opening up to. It can be anyone, your, your partner, a friend, and just say, we're going to have 10 minutes here and... Like firstly, one of us is going to say to the other, what, what are you thinking about today? And then whatever you're feeling in that present moment, anything that's going to get into you, just open up and just start speaking about it. And of course, as the listener, really listen to them. Put yourself outside that box. Leave your judgments behind and just really actively listen and say to the other one, let me know when you want me to ask the next question. So don't say anything until they kind of give you the nod, like I'm ready for the next question. And then ask them, what more are you feeling about that? And that's it. And then they they will continue to to speak. And if they get to the end, then they can actually do it again and ask the same question. So what more are you feeling about that? And you'd be surprised how much can come out from that.
2: Perfect. That was a great exercise. And uh, I was also thinking that if you don't have someone or if you find it hard to, to begin with expressing in words, which can, it can be quite challenging if we're not used to someone actually providing space, if we're not used to getting advices from people, that the silence and just having someone listening can be, um, at least for me, I know in the beginning it was quite frustrating. But then the first step would be to write something down. So saying that I'm triggered by this person and writing down what is it that triggers me and how does it make me feel when I'm triggered by this person? Is it low on energy? I feel guilty. I am angry at myself. I feel like there is no space for me or I'm jealous at this person. The person has it all. Whatever it might be, write it down. Then See if you can sit with this and go deeper within. So maybe explore if there are other times in your life where you have been triggered by the same kind of thing or similar situation, but it might be in a whole different setting. Because I feel and I know that you probably agree, Jack, that a lot of it is always from childhood or maybe even so previous lives. So karma that we're carrying with us things we haven't dealt with and that keeps on manifesting for us to to really take care of and listen to it um, so again we are a big fans of journaling <laughs> and writing things down if we are in a place of confusion and we need to just express it getting it out through through words and I also know that it's quite interesting if you're interested in the chakra system, and maybe it's also because we're working a lot with the chakra system here in in France at the moment, at the retreats, but just to notice where there might be balances and imbalances or overbalanced energy parts of our system, and whether you believe in it or not, but the chakra system is just a definition of different energy spots within the body that um, hold a certain type of quality or that's where we for example I give examples easier Uh, in the root chakra you have the foundation to your earth it's connected to your feet your legs um, and how can we feel stable and grounded in our normal day with money house family all of our basic needs And when do we feel like we are lacking a direction, we feel lost? Is that that we're underbalanced in that chakra maybe then? If we're overbalanced, are we very greedy with money? Do we feel like we always need more to feel connected and happy? Again, all of these reflections on the chakra system, at least it helps for me to know what kind of deal of my body I'm dealing with. So I know, for example, with the triggers, that has a lot to do with both listening to my core so, listening to my navel chakra, knowing that my intuition knows and um, I can't deny what I'm feeling. And then speaking it up. So, generating that truth from my core out to my throat, saying how I feel. And knowing that I'm not always going to make people happy with my words. And I don't have to make people happy all the time. Because if feelings are neutral and I can't, yeah, I can never control what other people are going to react and how they are going to feel and what behavior they respond with. Maybe they respond childish, or maybe they respond with anger or sadness. But that's not the main thing when you express. It's you expressing for the sake of yourself. A long side note, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: great. We certainly gave people a lot to think about and a lot of things to, to go away and possibly do, if it's relevant. Mm-hmm.
2: And if it's not relevant now, I promise you it will be relevant in your human life. Oh, yeah. The, your human experience. Yeah.
1: Mm. It'd be very impressive if you didn't flow through life with no triggers. I would I'd be
2: very surprised. surprised. <laughs> that would be very surprising. Yeah. Even, and this is important to maybe just say as, as in the end of this episode to all of these gurus or people who are sharing a lot of wisdom and information in whatever context it might be they are also just normal human beings and if they would ever how do you say if they would ever present themselves in a way of them knowing it all and always being peaceful and etc it's not the truth if they can't speak about vulnerability and their own problems that they're going through i don't i don't feel the realness in it
0: okay. so
2: just something to have with you i feel like i know a lot of people around me who are interested and respect and look up to other people who say or may present themselves as they have a lot of wisdom but in real life they can't even sit with their own things and they're quite afraid to deal with those hard tough emotions within them more in a denial state just keep that in mind but jack
1: awesome
2: oh. mm-hmm. what are you going to do now
1: I'm going to quickly pack up and get off to work.
2: Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have a long day?
1: Yeah, I have a moving day. I'm moving office.
2: God bless you.
1: (laughs) I'm away from the train station. I'm like, oh, no.
2: (laughs) Oh, I wish it was there. I want to come and hang out with you. Soon. Soon. soon 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 a lot of patience being on a distance again but hopefully next week and then or next week mm. fingers crossed fingers crossed and yeah. i'm going to go up and uh, take some breakfast and uh, help out in the kitchen now for a little while but we'll okay. uh, yeah we'll speak soon how did you feel by the way with this uh, communication over the computer was it fine
1: yeah yeah it is fine I
2: mean, it's not as good, but it's fun. Yeah, it definitely works for now, for this time being. And uh, yeah, I think Jack disappeared now. So just for you listening, (laughs) I have him back here now on the phone instead. So we're going to wrap this up by saying goodbye together, Jack, from the phone, from the speaker. Can you hear me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we do a classical Hey Doa. <laughs> hey Doa. Take care. <laughs> Lots of love.